Welcome to Game That Too! What is going on, every person? It's a game that tune back in the abode once again. I'm tonight's host, John Regan. Before I introduce everybody else, I'm gonna do this a little bit out of order. Before I introduce everybody else, I want to explain uh, if this is your first time watching Game That Tune. What we usually do here is uh, we listen to some video game tunes where we each bring three songs from a game. We try and guess each other's games based on some trivia in the songs and have a lot of fun and goof off. Uh, but tonight is a little bit different. Tonight is our August Absurdity 2021 finale, which is our tournament-style showdown to determine the new Game That Tune champion. Uh, the winner gets the title of Game That Tune champion for the next year and plenty of bragging rights and a fun certificate that I made with Spider-Man on it. So, uh, man, do we have a, an absurd finale for you guys. Last week was uh, John versus David. It ended in a tie, and Jesse showed up and determined that the only way to settle this was with a three-way match, you know, final showdown. Um, so, I guess it's probably a good time to introduce everybody else. We've got uh, John Harrington with us. John, say hey. Hey, what's going on? We've got David Fleming with us. David, say hey. Hey. And we've got our illustrious, esteemed, and outstanding Game That Tune champion, Jesse Moore. Jesse, say hey. Hey. And assisting me with refereeing tonight and ensuring that we've got, like, a good, clean match, uh, that I don't pull any crazy shenanigans, we've got our longtime friend of the show, Ryan Drake. Ryan, say hey. John, you are such a bad host at this. The, uh, John, the other John is so much better at this part than you. This is embarrassing. That's, mm. yep. <laughs> That's thank, thank you for being here, Ryan. <laughs> I didn't want to be the one to have to say it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so guys, before we kick off the show... Um, you know, it's it's the finale. It's it's the end. It's we're about to have the big final uh, three way, you know, fight for the finish between you guys. It's a triple, triple threat, John. Triple thank threat you. Match, triple John. threat. Yeah, match. Tri- don't say three way. I remember that term all day. Ah. At the very least, thank you for not leaving it at we've got a big three way tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we've got a triple threat match. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I'll turn to Jesse first since he's the reigning champion now, Jesse. You've got like a big show ahead of you tonight, a big fight, because you got two guys coming after you. It's hard no. enough when it's just one. First off, the champion always goes last. Okay. <clears throat> He's right. <laughs> we'll come back to that. He is right. Unless In you're that... Bobby Lashley. I noticed that last weekend. In that case, John yeah. never won a game that tune championship. You're going to be fighting David and Jesse. Do you have anything you'd like to say to them tonight? Well, not anymore, man. Why did you have to bring up the fact that I've never won the championship? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was kind of that was kind of rude on his part. I mean, come on, man. You know, I'm here against my will. I, I, you know, I wanted I wanted a one-on-one final. I wanted that bonus, uh, you know, tiebreaker question, and you couldn't come up with one. And you know, now you got to pull pull me in here and bring up the fact that I never won the championship before, man. Come on. How absurd. Oh, damn it. Hot. 
Tay. That's not what I meant to hit. What? Yes. What absurdity during August absurdity. What a hot take. Mm-hmm. All right. Man, is this live? Is this live? Can we punt and start over again? Is this? Is I mean, yeah. <laughs> nope. We're live. To a fresh one. Okay. <laughs> Ryan, I just uh. noticed your name. That's amazing. Yeah. No, Johnny, you're not doing a great job of building me up here to feel like great about tonight's show. Like this is, uh, yeah, you're not getting my excitement up. But it's how okay. absurd! It's okay. Hey, look, it's the right sound. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have fun, man. It's gonna you know win, lose, or draw. No matter what, uh, you know, I'm here, and I, you know, I'm, I'm feeling good about my chances, and uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna do this thing. All right, I'm feeling good about my chances. <laughs> All right, so then I guess moving on, David, uh, previous two-time champion of Game That Tune, uh, August Absurdity, <laughs> do you have anything you'd like to say to your opponents before we start? Um, I honestly don't think I can top what I said last week. But I, I definitely wish a good match to both of my opponents, John and Jesse. Um, I hope we have a lot of fun. And if nothing else, all three of us are in the first triple threat match in Game That Tune history. We made it that far. Can you imagine how embarrassing it would have been to be kicked out and lose and not be a part of this momentous occasion? Yeah, David, I Back to you, Johnny. I don't have to imagine it, David. Thank you. So, Jesse, our illustrious... Uh, what did I write down here? <laughs> I said... Uh, are you going to write it down? I did. Yeah. Our illustrious... I have the notes. <laughs> Ryan has the notes. <laughs> He's the champion, Johnny. Our you wrote esteemed. it down and you still can't get it? Our illustrious and esteemed and outstanding Game That Tune champion, Jesse Moore. What do you have to say before we start? Well, by Johnny a thesaurus. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know, John. John, I think you're a little bit confused about your role in life here. You know, I think I think you're just a little bit confused. You see, John, you get to go to August Absurdity, but see, the fact is, John, somebody like uh, you doesn't get to be the world champion. See, people like you don't deserve it. That's reserved for people like me or David. See, John, that's where the confusion is. Your confusion is, see, you're not here to be a competitor. You're here to be an entertainer. That's what you do. You entertain people. Hell, you entertain me all the time. Go ahead, John. Why don't you entertain? You know, do a little dance for me, John. Go ahead, give me one of those spinneroonies. Come on, John. Entertain me. That's your job. Don't be embarrassed. Come on, John. That's what you do. You're here to make people like me laugh. You know, that's your role. Your job is to make people like me laugh, and you're very good at it. With your poofy hair and your suckas. Hell, I was laughing all week long after you tied with David last week. I laughed my ass off thinking about you challenging me for the GTT championship. You see, John, I understand you've been the VGM Fight Club champion. I get all that. But let's face it, that place was a joke, John. <laughs> David, correct me if I'm wrong here, buddy, but when John Harrington was VGM Fight Club champion, that was around the same time frame that other illustrious podcasters such as Alex Messenger... And guys like 
I don't know, some guy named Bedroth was champ, right? Let's face it, John, you championshiped that place to the ground. Now, I'll give you this. You have your moments last week when you tied with David, but think about it for a sec, John. What does that give you? What did you get? You're going to get to go to the finals, but this is not some nickel and dime fly-by-night gig, John. This is the real deal. This is August absurdity. The biggest show on earth. The big daddy of them all. And you're going to go. And you're going to be in the main event. And you're going to go up against the greatest professional podcaster alive on this planet today. You're going up against the game. You're going to step into this podcast with the all-end be-all of this business. (laughs) (laughs) And then, when you get there, you're going to do what people like you always do. You're going to lose. Wow. Off the charts, Scott Steiner energy. Oh, my God. I appreciate you directing that only at me, man. That's, uh, (laughs) my confidence was not high before, but... Uh, all right, well, I you know, Scott Free in that one. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think the numbers are against me tonight. We've heard what John, David, and Jesse have to say, but before the show, we had our fans call in and leave oh, their Lord. predictions. This wasn't part of the pre-show or something. <laughs> no. So here we go. Let's see what our fans have to say. We got uh, four voicemails here coming up. Jesus. This is Ray, your resident VGM metal dictator. So my prediction for August absurdity, I thought long and hard about who will win. In fact, I've gone so far as to insult many of the aliens and demons on their predictions before I slaughtered them in a hellish VGM metal goodness. The winner, according to Dick Boss, is none other than my senpai, David. Give him hell with that giant dong of yours. I've taken out a second mortgage on John winning. Don't disappoint me. Ooh. Hi, Game That Tune. This is Mr. Glemens. <laughs> yeah, that works. Uh, I predict that David Fleming is going to be the winner tonight because he is the most talented, the most knowledgeable, the best competitor. Uh, he also happens to be the most handsome and out of everyone on the show, his sexual skills are the most above average. So, yeah, that's my prediction. Confirmed. David Fleming will win. I like the way that win for me, thinks. John. <laughs> oh, that, oh God, that one. That last one was rough. <laughs> it, yeah, turns me on, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Does David not know how to pronounce his own name spelled backwards? Lemons. <laughs> <laughs> This is like the fifth or sixth time I've done this show. This is by far the weirdest <laughs> thing I've ever done. Yeah, you've just... never been on August Absurdity before, Ray, or, uh, Ryan. It's, you're, uh, you're the first August Absurdity fucking guest, I weird. think. I... Okay. Where we take the I show just... in full new directions. I love the... Yeah. No, yeah, no, that's great. Confirmed. David's sex <sighs> skills, very good. I... Oh, yeah. They're above average. Mm-hmm. Can, we, can we isolate John saying Glemons? Because <laughs> that is... That is fucking killing me still. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, 
Should we start the show? Glemmis. Yeah. So, uh, uh, without further ado, let's. I'm going to take it. Uh, I'm going to start the show, and we're going to take it right into game one. Game one. <laughs>
Alright guys, so uh your hint for this is this game just received a surprise remaster that dropped on August nineteenth, twenty twenty one, just six days ago. Uh with new HD graphics and sixty frames per second on all consoles and four K on, you know, some of the newer consoles like PS five and, and PC and things like that. feel obligated to point out I am cutting these a little short because they are quite long and ambient. But, uh, yeah. That was short? That, I feel like I've been here for three hours already. Seriously, man. What the fuck? <laughs> Alright. So, uh, who's got those answers? Everybody wrote Quake and everybody is correct. This is the classic Quake uh, with the soundtrack by Nine Inch Nails, which is a lot of fun. Um, this just received... Yeah, that was the word I was going to use. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, surprise remaster that got just kind of dropped out of nowhere during Quake um, Quake World uh, a few days ago. Quake World? Quake, is it Quake Con? Quake Con? Yes! I thought the con was called Quake World. I, was, I know that. No! Okay. You're, you're a fucking computer guy. Yeah. I see. I thought you had said it was like suddenly dropped, quake rolled, like you were trying to make a Rick roll thing. No. Like, you know, when you just randomly release a quake game. <laughs> no, I quake rolled everybody. I'm mixing up quake rolled the client for playing online with QuakeCon the conference. That's where my wires are crossed. QuakeCon is where this got surprise announced. Uh, How dare with remaster. You. Including the original soundtrack, which for years they had a hard time doing because of uh, licensing issues. Uh, like, if you bought the game recently, it came with, like, um, you know, some, like, other soundtrack. Kind of like, I don't know, just, just without Trent Reznor's music on it. But they figured <laughs> out whatever licensing that is. So now they have the original, you know, Nine Inch Nails soundtrack. And uh, it's it's awesome. Quake is, Quake is dope. Is it awesome? Because that yeah. was not enjoyable for us to listen to. 
like at all. You know, the game is awesome. Yeah, you're not supposed to enjoy listening to it. It's supposed to make you antsy while you play the game, right? Like it's doing its job, which is to give you yeah, a sense but, of foreboding. Yeah, but out of context. No, right. out of not, context, not, it is very hard to listen to. <laughs> yeah, we're not playing the game right now, John. That's the thing. All it's doing is giving me a sense of foreboding towards like you. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm upset with you for selecting this game. <sighs> but that's okay. That's well, let's right. hang on, John. Let's check. Johnny, was this a fan request or your choice? My choice. God damn it. Fuck you. <laughs> we gave you the chance, John. You could have passed the buck, but no, you fucked it up, man. You know. So, like, mm. this was, like, one of the first uh, first-person shooters that had, like, real 3D space, like, aiming with the mouse and stuff. Yeah. Uh, it was one of the first... Because, like, Doom uh, did not have mouse aim initially. No. Um, Quake had mouse. Quake also had uh, true 3D going on, because, like, Doom had 3D levels, but sprites for the... Um, you know, everything <laughs> besides the, like right. ground. Yeah. Whereas Quake was like, you know, true 3D and it had um, an amazing software based 3D renderer. So even on PCs without accelerated graphics, like you still had a great time playing it. Uh, they really like nailed how to do software 3D rendering, which probably nobody here cares about but me. No, no yeah, I was going to say, Johnny, cool. who, who are you selling on this, man? You're, you're talking very highly of Quake. Are they paying you to say this? No, it's a good just, game. It's a good game. I really like it. Uh, I, I was going to ask because, like, I, I know this was one of the early, one of the first, like, first-person shooters, and I was looking at it compared to, like, Doom and whatnot. It's like, this this looks like the same game. Like, what's special about this? But actually being fully 3D is kind of cool. Yeah, it had fully 3D levels, because um, Duke Nukem 3D and Doom, the maps were actually stored in 2D. You never had a concept of, like, a room or floor above another floor or room, right? It was strictly, like, it's hard to, I guess, describe it, but you can never have, say, a tunnel that goes under some other space you could get into. Quake had that. Right. Quake had the three, true 3D space going on. Uh, so that's kind of where it, it really kicked up, kicked a level, kicked it up a level. You know, like, you could camp at the end of, like, say, a hallway in a deathmatch kind of arena above another hallway. Like, you couldn't do that before, you know, in previous games. So that's... Oh, cool. This is the first-person shooter that kind of gave us, like, ledge camping. Yeah. That's <laughs> fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> Everything was great starting with this. Huh? Was, yeah. Hmm. Great, John. <laughs> Nothing but up from here. Hey, and yep. it, it, it's on Game Pass, by the way. Yeah. It launched on Game Pass. Uh, the remaster on Steam is like ten bucks, and I'm I'm pretty sure it's ten bucks on all the other consoles. Um, or if you already owned it on Steam, which I did, it just came as a free upgrade. So I was kind of stoked about that. <laughs> it's like sweet. That's, That's pretty cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. And pretty it works with the uh, only way. I... Go ahead. It works with like every mod ever. There's a Quake 64 mod you can get, so you can play Quake 64. You know, with the modern That's... engine. And when That's you what I did. And when you load the Quake 64 mod, it actually loads up like a CRT filter to make it look like a shitty old TV while you're playing it. That's, so that's cool. fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty sweet. And in multiplayer, you will get wrecked. So oh, yeah. That's fun. Yeah, because you try to go on multiplayer, you're going to be playing with people who have been playing this game for like years, you know, yeah. before the remaster. They're quite good now. Guys like you. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, oh, God, fatality. Yeah. Do you remember? He was like one of the first like uh, esports guys that was like on TV. 
His name is Fatality. So he spelled it with like it was F uh, number four and then Tality. Um, yeah, there was one in there, I feel like, as in place of yeah. one of the eyes, I think. I remember you that got, guy. You, he sold mice yeah. and mouse pads and stuff. There's only yeah. one eye in Fatality. You're right. <laughs> There's only one <laughs> fatality. Just, just making sure you know that, John. Um, yeah, um, I vaguely remember that name. That seems like okay. a name from back in the day. Very important person, Fatality. Yeah. yeah. I got uh, thrown off because there's also a like professional Smash Brothers player named Fatality. I was like, wait, is it the same gay? The no. Same guy? No. It's totally not. Not. Yeah. not the same guy? Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Because I've watched a lot more competitive Smash Brothers than I have anything else. Um, but no, so. I mean, this guy, he was like one just... of the. It was like the first guy you heard of that like got paid to play video games. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> right. Yeah. And he got, got paid and got famous under a gaming pseudonym. Which uh, yeah. I find insufferable. But good for fatality. Yeah. Whoever whoever they are, good for anybody who goes by their gamer tag and gets paid to do so. That's great for you. I, uh, <laughs> I, I probably should have chosen a more marketable gamer tag, and I probably should have gotten good at video games at some point. But, yeah, you keep doing you, Fatality. I mean, we, could, we could still call you J-Gangsta if you want. You see, I feel like if I ever, like, you know, made it to, like, a Smash Bros. tournament or something, they would, like, be like, no, you gotta change that name. Like, we're not, in, we're not calling that out. We're not... No, we're not saying that shit. Especially if you have one eight seven on the end. It's two on what the if, nose. What if you pronounced it oddly? See, when I type it into my keyboard to like uh, like on my phone, like log into an email, it seems to think that I'm speaking like Hindi. So like maybe I can, you know, I don't know. Add claim, like uh, an H claim H somewhere. Yeah, you call exactly. It, you could do um gay uh, J. Sorry. Yeah, me. gay. <laughs> Go uh, on, John. Go, say, you know, recommend me a new gamer tag. No, I was going to say Jay Gonsta. Like, I don't know, trying to <laughs> put more ganja J- into it. Jay Gonja. That's yeah. definitely more marketable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This this John Heron <laughs> he's, number he's not the best Smash Brothers player, but <laughs> India seems to love him. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like he's having a good time. Gay ganja. That's that's your in. <laughs> I mean, that's probably already taken. I mean, yeah. That's a good name. It... <laughs> now I gotta grow weed and get good at video games. <laughs> and really good opportunity. <laughs> yeah, and something else. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take over the quake scene. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Gay ganja one eight seven for everybody. Oh, uh, he sure is. <laughs> See, I'm I'm pretty stoked about this remaster. It it also features a crossplay across all consoles. So if you get the Switch or PC or PS4, or whatever, you can all play together, and that's kind of cool. Yeah, yes, that is cool. kind of cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, did you guys ever play Quake back in the day? No, oh, yeah. no. Yes. All right. Yeah, so just my, my first experience with Quake. One out of three, ain't bad. Yeah, I did it. My first experience with Quake was uh, I wanted to go to somebody's house and play Duke Nukem 3D, and he's like, fuck you. Quake is way better. <laughs> We're playing Quake. And he was I mean, right. Quake, he was right. Yeah, he was absolutely right. <laughs> I mean, Duke Nukem just has John St. John or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, no, he, he's yeah. totally right. Duke Nukem sucks ass. Yeah. <laughs> so. Hang on. I feel like I feel the need to interfere here as the referee. <laughs> <laughs> D- 
Duke Nukem 3D was a game that I fucking loved as a child and did a lot for me. I'm pretty sure I jerked off to that game at one point. Oh, I yes. mean, yeah. <laughs> Everybody could fat to that. that goes yeah, it's a jerk-off game. That's yeah. different. Yeah. Everyone uh, has a jerk-off game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to say Duke Nukem 3D several. was a pivotal part of my childhood more so than Quake or Doom. <laughs> There's just so little fat material in Quake and Doom. <laughs> That's right. know, some of those brown walls... Pretty fucking sexy. I'm a big fan of brown walls. <laughs> you do have a nail gun. Damon Fleming, back of the box quotes. <laughs> brown walls. Get David Fleming's seal of approval. <laughs> All right, well. I'll make them browner. On that note, does anybody have any final thoughts on Quake before what I move on to... going to do shit on the wall? <laughs> yes. Game Can't wait for two. that to get taken out of context.
So John asked me to read some of these uh, some of these hints to you, and I just want to say that I don't like how his he wrote the hint for me to read to you. First of all, his hint for the first game was literally this game got a remake recently, and the hint that he gave me is a paragraph long. Jeez, and it also references the Columbine shooting. Jeez. So let's get into it, shall we? <laughs> A commercial for this game, a commercial for the N64 version of this game was produced. It shows a school bus dropping off children at school, followed by game footage of the bus in combat. The students wait for their bus at dismissal time, only to find it severely damaged when it arrives. The advertisement was withdrawn following, you guessed it, the Columbine Massacre. Did he type, you guessed it, into the trivia? No, I did that. That was it. Editorial last. Thank goodness. Music fucking ruled, by the way. That was <laughs> yeah, so it was good. Really good. Yeah. Ooh. Wait, am I supposed to do this part, John? Yes. Oh shit. Okay. Uh, David's wrong. <laughs> John and Jesse are correct by saying Vigilante Eight. David said Cruising Two, Cruising Two down to Electric Avenue, which I don't think that was what it was called. Uh, but John and Jesse get the points. I appreciate David's reference. I no. I wish I could give him the points. If I could, I would. Yeah. Aren't, aren't you the referee? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, you say. I don't have the, the, all the buttons that he has. I just, I'm just here. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. 
Um, and, uh, no, you know what? I'm gonna change, change my mind. David gets 69 points. Do it. <laughs> nice. And I do want to point out this was requested by one of our fans, uh, Muddle Madness. Place this request. Oh, he's cool. <laughs> Seems like a great guy. <laughs> and yeah, Vigilante Eight. Did you guys play this game? Hell yeah! I actually did. Yeah, rented the shit out of this game. I, I didn't, sadly. Uh, I believe I do own this game currently, and I don't recall if I actually have played it. I certainly haven't played it as an adult, but maybe as a Nintendo 64 playing kid. Maybe. I did play it. I think I played this game, but I've never played... Um, I don't think I've ever played a Twisted Metal game, but I've played Vigilante 8. That was my thing. I was like, well, I, I can't play Twisted Metal, so I might as well get this school bus game. And... Uh, and reenact I, Columbine. Exactly. I, I have no memories of it. Because, yeah, my parents took it away after Columbine. That was the problem. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, you're not playing those violent video games anymore. John, that you was... are not getting a Corvette yeah. and putting rocket launchers right. on it. Go it's weird It's weird that that was a genre of game, like cars shooting other cars in, like, Destruction Derby style. I mean, you know, I love car combat games. Like, you know, Mario Kart Battle Mode is the best. And mm. fucking Carmageddon back in the day was the shit. And, uh, you know, I'm aware of how cool Twisted Metal is, despite having not played it. And it's then so we got this one with the funk music and the school bus on the front, and it's like, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's still a vibe, I guess. <laughs> it's so weird to think about, like, automobile combat as a genre. Like, yeah, you know, Twisted Metal, Carmageddon. Mario Kart. Wait, what was that last one? I mean, it is what it is, David. Tell, you, tell mm. me how much time, like, how many days of our lives have we spent in the Mario Kart 64 battle mode? Like, I mean, you're not wrong. It's just funny to think about us all. Yeah. I mean, I guess the difference is that the Mario Karts, the balloons pop, the fucking, the carts don't explode, you know, the body parts aren't flying all over the place. Oh, God. Um, could you imagine, like, if in Mario Kart the carts just flat out exploded, yeah, it'd be the shit. <laughs> so dope. If there's realistic damage on go karts featuring cartoon characters sitting in them, yeah, it'd be really funny, David. <laughs> you hit a banana peel, spin out for a little bit, and then the car just bursts into flames. Yeah, and then it's like you know the fucking movie uh, Death Proof. Like you, know, you see yeah. Bowser's leg fly down the That's road. It's like, thinking. oh no! The actual <laughs> characters like Luigi's just battered and bloody. You can barely make out who he is. I'm just mangled. <laughs> They're having to check the dental records. Oh, it's terrible. They're <laughs> <laughs> having to look at the black box of Peach's car. When he too comes in with the jaws of life on a little fishing pole to pry the car apart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's on me. Uh, yeah, just... <laughs> I'm in here. <laughs> How's he trapped inside a go kart? <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, so, you know, Vigilante Eight sounds funky. Uh, I I dig the funky tunes. I, you know, for a second there, I thought you were going with a uh, you know like Starsky and Hutch game. It sounded like it sounded like almost like a Jet Set Radio. I was thinking like if Jet Set Radio made a Twisted Black game or a Twisted Metal right. game, it would be Vigilante Eight. Mm -hmm. And see, I, I thought for a second that Johnny was getting real deep because uh, you know who the composer for the Starsky and Hutch game on PlayStation Two was, right? I absolutely do not. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't asking Ryan. I was more asking Johnny and David and I, Jesse on this. Uh, was it also Howard Drosen? No, no, it was not. No. It was, was it Ben Stiller. It was one Close. Timothy J. Fallon. What? Who, uh, no shit. Yeah. 
Tim Fallon, for some reason, w- uh, was pulled into doing Starsky and Hutch for PlayStation 2. And yes, he just made, like, cop show funk. <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool. Did Johnny pick Starsky and Hutch? No, you didn't, because... They didn't pull Starsky and Hutch after the Columbine shooters. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe they should have. I mean, honestly, they should, they should have scrapped the movie they had in development. You know, oh, what, a fool, Cop, what fools we were. Cop Show Funk is such an accurate... I, I know exactly what that music is when you say it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Some real shoe leather music. Like, you don't... You know, like, Law & Order doesn't have this. Law & Order, it has bum-bum, and you're at the next scene. This mm-hmm. is the music that plays when it had, back in the day it had to show fucking TJ Hooker getting into a car and driving <laughs> to the next scene. He's like because otherwise out, he's like peeling out of his parking spot, right? But like because otherwise my grandmother would be at home to, and she'd be like, "Wait a minute! Now how did he get to the police station? He was just at that man's house." Well, because he's <laughs> Captain Kirk, right? But <laughs> like, you know that. Editing didn't occur to people back in the day. It's like, no, no, no. If, if you don't show them getting in the car and driving to the next scene, there's going to be some confused old ladies out there. So, sh- yeah. It's cinematic Shaft, language. Shaft, Shaft really changed the world. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah. Mm. It, is, it is also totally Shaft music. So, mm. Man, is there love a Shaft game? Love a good Shaft song. The, yeah. you know, love a good Shaft game. This is what I think Duke love Nukem 3D was that for me. There should be more Shaft games. <laughs> I'm looking at them now. Um, there was a 1989. Be very, very careful when you search Shaft game. Yeah. There was some kind of 1989 Shaft game. I'll, what is this? I mean, I got the tagline right here. Shaft is his name. Shaft is this game. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You don't need anything else. There doesn't even need to be a game attached. It's just just a box on the shelf at Blockbuster that's always checked out. (laughs) (laughs) Does that Shaft game actually exist? (laughs) Nah, it doesn't. (laughs) That's actually pretty brilliant. Never seen that game before in my life. Yeah, we created scarcity by just putting the empty box in every blockbuster. Yeah, just have the empty box up for a year and then put the actual game out when it comes out. People would grab it immediately. Finally, I get to play Shaft, Shaft the game. Uh, and it's just like the Ghostbusters game, but you're Shaft. <laughs> you know. Oh, that sounds great. Are, are you, you still it, shooting proton beams? <laughs> I, yeah. I'm trying to think of a crappy licensed uh, game from back in the day. I, I have no love in my heart Wait, for I'm Ghostbusters sorry. of the NES. The Ghostbusters oh, game one. is Never crappy? <laughs> I thought you it, meant the newer one. First of all, I played both no, of them. Somehow no. I played both of them. I love them both. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I you know, I have so few memories of the Ghostbusters game. It might have been for Atari, the one that I had. But I mine was for the Sega Master System. Oh, see, okay, oh. Well, maybe we had the same one. Uh, yeah, but I, all I, I recall like... is a roadmap with the Ghostbusters logo moving around it, and the Ghostbusters theme was playing, and I couldn't figure out how to make anything happen. That's you had to follow, no, you had to follow the, the ghost. The ghost would go to a specific house on the grid, and you had to like go go to it. Oh man! And then I, at the very end, you had okay, to run. Okay, shit! Past... You're blowing my mind right now. <laughs> <laughs> you had to run. You had to run past the, the marshmallow at the end of the game, and that was it. You didn't even fight the marshmallow man. You just had to run past them through a door, and that was the end of the game. I loved it. I think <laughs> me and my brother must have gotten this in a pile of games that like you know we had better games to play because I recall like a, a roadmap and the Ghostbusters logo moving around and we couldn't figure out how to do anything we just stopped playing it mm. which is not really a thing that kids could do when they were like seven and five back in the day like you pretty much were stuck with the game until you figured it out mm. we never figured that game out we gave up on that shit pretty quick so 
Yeah, must have been playing something else. Anyway. I guess we'll play outside. Yeah. Uh, no, I also yeah. played the the, the 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 newer game that came out in like 2010 or something. Right, for the, Xbox. the Wii Ghostbusters game. Yeah, I think it was. For, I think I played it for Xbox. Anyway, I just remember all my friends. Yeah, but the Wii had motion control proton packs, Ryan. Oh god, <laughs> I, I really liked it. I was a Ghostbusters fan, yeah. kid, so I really liked the game. I was told it was like the the third part of like the trilogy. I just remember yeah. all my friends went to Warp Tour on July Fourth weekend, and I didn't get to go, so I spent that whole weekend just inside <laughs> playing Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, are you sure good. you're not one of us? Like, <laughs> yeah. How have you only been a guest on this show? Why are you not like the fifth chair permanently? That's absurd. I like oh, it's August absurdity. So um, relatable. <laughs> yeah. I like I just like knowing that I know more than John, so I feel better <laughs> when I come on here. Yes. No, this show makes everybody feel very good about this. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good. Um, but yeah, Vigilante Eight. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, I mean that was the thing. That was the that was the entire tangent on funky music. It got us all the way back to Ghostbusters the game. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, Eight, car combat game, school bus, funk music. What a combo! Not it's not twisted metal. Uh, and I, I like the different. Honestly, the funk music I think stood to differentiate itself from uh, twisted metal. It's like, oh, we can't do heavy metal. Twisted metal's got that on lockdown. You can't have like psycho clowns and awesome shredding guitars so you know better give them something to fuck to <laughs> yeah <laughs> twisted metal but make it horny yeah exactly vigilante oh. eight inches mm-hmm. I eight love the, fingers you, Whoa, I love the idea that they did an exact like copy of twisted metal but were like fuck just change the soundtrack like it's still a clown with a flaming head just with funk music behind it see I, I would have been fully into that. <laughs> I, just, I love the idea of you're going into your bedroom with your girl and you're like, calling baby, let me turn on the PlayStation 1 real quick. Let me fire up Vigilante <laughs> 8. Mm-hmm. Hold on, let me pop the PlayStation CD into the CD player. Listen to this Vigil- <laughs> Vigilante 8 soundtrack. You have to hear the PlayStation 1, like the noise it plays when it, com- when it comes on. <laughs> like that weird, like, chord. Uh, yeah, oh. yeah. Okay, get, 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 get it going. Are you wet?
Alright guys, so this was the first game from ICOM Simulations uh, to use the Mac Venture, uh, sorry, Mac Venture interface and engine. see your answers or guesses or penises drawings of oh well damn oh damn don't get get it kicked off twitch please all right <laughs> <laughs> all right david all right it's a long Say title it. and since i will i will I, just, I want them all up before i read i like to read them all okay so jesse says rolling thunder incorrect david says Beavis and Butthead and Wiener Take All, also incorrect. And John says, I'm Johnny and I eat shit. Also incorrect. This Points is, to John. <laughs> this is deja vu for the NES. And this is I just need a really clean take of you saying that for, you know, various soundboards and Promotional materials for the show and what have you. I'm Johnny and I eat shit. No, no, no. no. I'm just saying the first one was fine. I don't, I don't oh. need another one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just explaining the answer, John. People, the people wanted to know. <laughs> so yeah, this is requested by the Baffler. This is Deja Vu. Uh, originally published on the Macintosh and then later ported other consoles, including the NES, which is where we heard our soundtrack from. Well, the Baffler is certainly living up to his name today, man. <laughs> <laughs> We've been baffled. Yeah. Fuck, man. You know, uh. And here I was thinking Baffler was short for the Blue Waffler. But no. Oh, God, the no. Baffler. Game. I mean, it makes it so could be two things. <laughs> he, he picks confusing games and gets bad STDs. The Baffler. <laughs> That's also The Bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, take this whole segment as though this request came from The Bachelor. And uh, I love I love Baffler in Paradise. That's my favorite show. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, you're a challenge guy. Are you Are you also a Bachelor guy? 
Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm okay. all over the reality <laughs> TV world for sure. Well, that's all. It's all good. I'm glad that we could transition into the things that matter and away from the baffler and deja vu, which I don't know what that game is. So yeah, it, you know. So this is the uh, the Denzel Washington thriller game from 19 whenever the fuck. No, this is a point and click uh, detective game. Um, oh, those are great on the NES. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was blown away a little bit because, like, the, the plot of the Were game... <laughs> the plot of the game is that you're a detective who wakes up with amnesia. Like, you find... What? You find yourself... <laughs> the game starts with you in a bathroom. Wow. Uh... <laughs> Like wondering who you are, and like the next screen you see is like a dead guy just slumped over a table, and I was amazed that Nintendo of America like let that happen. I found that so odd. That Isn't the plot of like uh, Silent Hill Shattered Memories. I think that's the same plot. I think it's the plot of that one. Oh shit, what's it called? That that one um, uh, Dana Carvey movie <laughs> where he plays the detective. That Master, of the Master of Disguise. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure it's a plot of Master of Disguise. Yeah. Thinking of the secret life of pets, John, and I don't recall that in there at all. <laughs> you could have gone with Twin Peaks, but you went with Master of Disguise? That one Dana Carvey detective movie. What the fuck are you talking about, John? <laughs> Dana Carvey has never appeared in a movie. He blew his brains out like 30 years ago. Wait, what? After, after audiences rejected the church lady. Like... So you're, 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 what the you're hell are you alive. talking about? You're, yeah, I thought, this was, I thought this was an inside joke. I didn't know. I had to look it up. The movie I'm thinking about is Clean Slate. This is a real movie with Ada Carvey, who plays a detective with amnesia. Which is basically what this game is. You're a so wait a minute. Did Clean Slate... Did Christopher Nolan rip off Clean Slate for Memento? I think so. <laughs> because Clean Slate, Slate came out in 1994. When did Memento come out? 1999. Oh! <laughs> it's like significantly yeah, after 1994. Yeah, Carvey's got a lawsuit, man. He's, uh... <laughs> uh man. <laughs> I still so, want to go back to what alternate timeline are you living in where Dana Carvey committed suicide? <laughs> he has amnesia, David. Let him live, okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, I was trying to... I was trying to think of the... There's a King of the Hill episode where fucking Bobby makes a reference to Weird Al. Like, I could be Weird Al Yankovic. And Hank just turns up. It's like, Bobby, Weird Al Yankovic blew his brains out after everyone stopped buying his records. Like, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, it's, so I love that shit. <laughs> Dana Carvey's been dead for a long time, Bobby. <laughs> like, yeah, no one. He never made a single movie besides Wayne's World. This is the plot of Deja Vu. Is, is Dana Carvey die? <laughs> yeah. Trying to figure out Dana Carvey's filmography after he killed himself. No, that's it. Dana Carvey stars as his ghost. He wakes up in the bathroom, sees his the body of him after committing suicide, and now has to solve his own murder before realizing he, to... he killed himself. Yeah, and then he has to write the movie Clean Slate. <laughs> <laughs> and then star as the Turtle Man in Master of Disguise. God, can we talk about the Master of Disguise? It's pretty I still bad. I haven't seen it. Wait, you haven't seen Master of Disguise? No, I no, haven't. Okay. I haven't. I've seen. Oh it. my god! Uh, Recently, I made too. a mistake, guys. I I saw that shit in the theater. Wait, why did you see it? <laughs> Wait, why did Johnny say he's seen it recently? Because we heard about it on an episode of uh, How This Get Made, <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I gotta watch it now." 
You shouldn't have shadows. <laughs> it's really, it awful. It's terrible. It's really, I remember, really I remember hating when it came out because, like, shortly after it came out, I started working at uh, Kilwins, the confectionery yeah. shop, and they sold turtles. We sold turtles, and <laughs> every fucking person that came in was like, "Oh, oh turtle, turtle." Turtle, turtle. Yep. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, you're the first person to say that today. Yep. And what's crazy is then, John, you're actually dead. You blew your brains out over 20 <laughs> years ago. Uh, you were what working a, in that what a dream. store in St. Augustine. <laughs> oh, shit. What a uh, dream. What a dream that would have been. Too many people made the turtle, turtle joke. Oh, fuck. Yeah, no, that movie sucks. <laughs> we're never putting that on the movie night poll. That movie's terrible. Oh, I'm thank God. absolutely I was putting just, that on the movie night poll. I was just about to ask, like, is that going on to the poll? Movie when nights do, are back yes. starting tomorrow night, and we're not doing that movie. <laughs> Ugh, Wait, God. what movie are we doing tomorrow night? Uh, clean Slate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Time for me to finally see it. We can do a whole bit where we forget where we are, like, every five minutes of the movie. <laughs> we should oh, just wait, switch to a on? different Dana Carv- Carvey movie every five minutes. <laughs> well, Ooh. Only last, it's like, like 25 hour. minutes of content. Yeah, it's like girl talk, but with Dana Carvey movies. <laughs> God, yeah. Oh, we just you know, do a Dana Carvey mashup movie. <laughs> talk about two Wayne's World movies, Clean Slate, Master of Disguise, and The Secret Life of Pets, and then you know we're home by 9.30 or so. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Ugh. Movie nights from 9 to 9.30. Don't be late. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so what fucking game are we talking about? <laughs> Deja Vu. That oh. reminds me of the game we were uh, supposed to be talking about. This game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, John? What, you know. Yeah, d- d- detective mystery game. Um, you know... You got. I think the plot of the game is that you're framed for a murder and trying to find enough proof to prove that you're not the murderer. Uh, That's pretty unique. Yeah, and if like you can <laughs> finish the game, what a fresh take on detective mysteries. <laughs> and you can finish the game with like not enough proof. Like you can get to the end of the game and then find out at the very end, oh, you don't have enough proof and you lose. Which. I but enjoy then, that kind of ending. I like knowing you enjoy enjoy losing. John, you're bearing all the leads here, which is that one, this game, uh, the main character is named Theodore Harding. He's a retired boxer working as a private eye. Yeah. Whoa. Well, you forgot all that. And uh, okay, there's, yeah. there's, there's also a sequel called Deja Vu 2 Lost in Las Vegas. <laughs> Deja Vu? <laughs> okay, yeah, John, you really did bury those leads. So this is a this is like a punch out sequel where you retired from the boxing circuit. Is that why you can't remember if you killed it's somebody? All the it's concussions. Wouldn't that be fucked up? Wouldn't it be fucked up if they if they released Punch Out like three and it was just a detective game instead? Punch Out Punch Out Three is just a new Phoenix Wright game. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna have to prove it better than that, Mac. <laughs> <laughs> That defense ain't gonna hold up in court, Mac. King Hippo <laughs> is the judge. God. Yeah. Mm. I love that it says this game and its sequel, Deja Vu 2, Lost in Las Vegas, requires significant lateral thinking. Some situations are based in common detective techniques, while others require violence. <laughs> yeah. That's where the punching comes in. <laughs> right. That explains... Yeah, because you... If you were just a detective, there would be no reason for you to ever hit somebody. So you have to be an ex-boxer who is also a detective. It's, you know, 
like detectives when they're getting fist fights on the on the you know trail of a you know hot lead. They lose those fistfights. <laughs> they lose to, they lose uh, to boxers. Boxer. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah, now I kind of just want a fucking detective game set in the Punch-Out verse. Mm-hmm. Where you're just questioning all the other Punch-Out characters and they're all doing racial stereotypes. Like, <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Or not racial, country stereotypes, excuse me. <laughs> National <laughs> stereotypes. Ethnic stereotypes. Thank you. Yeah, that's the word I'm that's looking for. <laughs> that's way, way better. Yeah. You know, like, oh man, this guy was bludgeoned over the head with a, you know, stale baguette, and then you gotta go talk to Glass Joe. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I'd play that. Uh, you know, honestly, that, you know, a punch out game that's all detective shit would be really good. I would play a punch out game where you just run around punching detectives. <laughs> See that too? Yeah, you just interfere in other detective work as a boxer. <laughs> yeah. All you do is interfere in active cases, investigations. Yeah. You're, it's, uh, what's that fucking show on Showtime? Um, Dexter. Interfering where, Cases? Yeah, where it's, uh, it's Lee Schreiber, and he's like the Hollywood fixer guy who, like, hover, he covers shit up. Uh, Ray Rounders. Donovan. You're just, it, oh. It's a Ray Donovan game where, like, you know, a bunch of celebrities have a bunch of like, pending cases, and you have to go around and fix all that shit, which just means punching detectives. <laughs> uh, you know, I'd be into it. You, you punch out some journalists, punch out some detectives quality game <laughs> I'm telling you punching detectives could be a genre just like car battling is a genre it's, it's God, like, yeah, they, yeah it's, a, it's an underappreciated genre mm-hmm. beating up detectives <laughs> get fucked inspector gadget game four <laughs>
the PS3 version of this game was nominated by OneUp.com as one of the most innovative games at E3 2009, calling it, quote, a fine interpretation of the old Brick Breaker style. First of all, 100 points to John for the dog. Br- write that down. Good boy. Yeah. All right, let's see. Let's see what you got. David says, best of arcade games, Brick Breaker. Jesse says, Turtle Dick? Oh, I see it. Uh, and John says, Shatter. And John is correct. Jesse. Jesse's also correct, but in a different way. Yeah, this is Shatter for the PlayStation 3. Uh, Johnny, I gotta ask something, man. This was requested <laughs> by Acre. <clears throat> that wasn't what I was gonna ask all right. at all, man. Um, 
I'm keeping score on the scorekeeper. You keep adding points to the wrong oh. people. Are you just not I'm paying attention? <laughs> no, I've been keeping no, because like I'll fuck up, but then I'll go back and fix it. Like, no, yeah. I went back and fixed it, motherfucker. You gave yourself a point on that one. Yeah, because you were talking about the dog in the chat, and then I realized later they're talking about your dog and not mine, and I meant mm. to come back and fix this just now. Um, because the chat that said that, I, that Josh have a point for the dog, and I was like, "Oh, my dog!" And I was like, "Me, motherfucker!" So Who's your dog? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I didn't. First of all, I didn't know there was a chat. I didn't know they said that. I said that on my own accord. Secondly, <laughs> secondly, this is Thank a tough, you, Ryan. tough scene. Yeah, a tough dog. scene, John. This is hard to watch, honestly. Yeah, I, I was utterly confused because uh, I can see Johnny like add the points on this end, and like his score went up, and not mine. I'm like, now he knows who I am, <laughs> like, John, or does he have Johnny amnesia? Does not have amnesia. So. Johnny knows he's not competing, right? <laughs> like, right? Why does he yeah. even have a point? That was uh, uh, ultimately my question. Like, this is deja vu three. <laughs> how does Brian have a point? That's fair. Brian doesn't have any points. That's he has rude. one point, John. Oh, how? Oh, wow. How does he have a point? I did that myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get into, you know, just talking about you know, the scorekeeping thing set up, but I'm sorry. I just, yeah. I noticed the points just keep going to the wrong people. I'm, <laughs> I'm worried about you, John. This has, like, Steve Harvey reading the wrong name at the end of the Miss Universe pageant vibes. <laughs> I, so I guess, let's just check in real quick. David should have one, Jesse should have two, John should have three, right? That's where we're at right now? That seems correct to me. Okay. Uh, I feel I like believe I gave... I should have 69 points. No, you should have 70, because I gave you 69. <laughs> See, that's the problem. David doesn't yeah. have an extra 69 points. Mm. That's going to be hard to see. Mm-hmm. Did it? The lightning round's going to be crazy. <laughs> oh my god, we got 69 questions. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And they're all about famously wrong, like, awards announcements. So it's all about La La Land. They're all about Dana Carvey movies. <laughs> <laughs> the lightning round is La La Land, Dana Carvey, and Steve Harvey. Um, <laughs> Who started what? It's going to be pretty absurd. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Who starred in what? Yes, what other movies did La La Land star in? <laughs> I would watch a uh, La La Land remake starring Dana Carvey and Steve Harvey. Uh, <laughs> yes. Scarvey. Steve Harvey in the Emma Stone role, Dana Carvey in the Ryan Gosling role. <laughs> Dana Carvey explaining jazz to Steve Harvey. No, uh, I, like that, I like that you guys have viewers that submitted these games, and since no one knows what they are, we just talk about Steve Harvey. Seriously, <laughs> no, it, you know, I, uh, I'm vaguely aware that there was a PlayStation 3 puzzle game called Shatter that was like a, an Arkanoid clone. That's where my knowledge of this ends. Like, yeah, it's, uh, it was. So what's interesting about Shatter is it gives you the ability to sort of like fire a magnet to bring the ball towards you or away from you. Um. So and Isn't also that your paddle in other brick breaking games, right? But yes. like, but like you can be like, "Hey, ball, come here right now!" Right? And kind of pull it in towards <laughs> you, as opposed to just waiting so for it. Again. Um. Uh huh. And I would play the fuck out of this game if every time you recalled the ball, it played the sound of "Hey, ball, come here." Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. And, uh, and 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 some of the levels are interesting. Like there's some like ones where. It's like you're moving on a circle, you know, the whole time while you're breaking bricks. Um, Riveting. Yeah. 
And uh, and there's some power-ups you can get where you, like, fire a bunch of bullets and break bricks that way kind of thing, you know? Well, that's cheating! Yeah, That's but, Arkanoid! But I think the... The ball breaks the bricks! But there's there's some kind of... There's a drawback to it. Like, while you're firing the bullets, you're also, like, pulling the ball with your magnet so you can, like, fuck up and, like, have the ball go out of bounds, you know, that kind of thing. Like, mm. it, it, it's not just, like, you're firing bullets. Like, there's a give and a take, you know, to it. Uh, you're giving well, bullets, you're taking the ball, you know? But, uh... No, I do like the idea of, a, a like, a Arkanoid or, you know, whatever fucking game where you not only control when you deploy the ball but when you bring back the ball that seems cool and if it's the kind of thing where like if the ball goes past your paddle you don't lose that's even cooler like you could do like a slingshot move you know like you know like playing with mario galaxy's gravity on some of those planets like you pull the ball back and bring it around the paddle and whip it back that would be kind of cool i doubt that's what's at play here i'm pretty sure it's just you pull the ball back and fire it and yeah. that's the control that you have. Like a suck and a blow. <laughs> like a Mr. Bucket situation. Um, it's a <laughs> Mr. Bucket game. So bucket. I, this, makes, this makes me think Put of two things. I'm, that's bucket. just Mr. Bucket. He spits them right out. <laughs> I've never played this game, but has anyone played this game called Lovers Mr. in bucket. a Dangerous Space Time? We talked about that on episode of Game of Thrones. Really? Actually. Yeah, who brought that? Was that Johnny that or was I think I brought it. Wait, have you played it? Yeah. I've not played it. I just oh my brought god, it. it's one of the most fun co-op games I've ever played. One of my friends played it earlier this year, and we got so addicted to it so quick. It's like a two D kind of almost brick breaky game. We have to work together in a mm-hmm. spaceship. It's very fun. Um, also, this also reminded me of the that the fact that I've gotten in my last two years. Now that I'm in my early to mid thirties, I've gotten very into pinball, which is a weird thing to do. But I'm very into pinball. No. Yeah, you're not wrong for that. Pinball rules. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pinball's good. Yeah. yeah, it's classic. I like. I go play pinball sometimes. It's a weird thing that I do, but I do do that. <laughs> oh, it's not I weird. thought you were talking like 3D pinball Space Cadet on Windows. No, no, the actual. I go to the. I go to the arcade. The actual pinball. pinball. Though. <laughs> I mean, that's good too. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. No, real pinball's great. Yeah. There's yeah. a there's a really good pinball place here in Tallahassee. Uh, in fact, we've had the uh, owner of it as guest on the show. Good, uh, good pinball, good guy. Should uh, go play there more. Now they're open again. Um, yeah. Before yeah. They, anyway, before they have yeah. shut down soon. <laughs> you go put a bunch hey. of Game That Tune stickers there. Yeah. Johnny, this is Florida. We're not going to shut down. Yeah. For any reason. <laughs> We're going to open more. Yeah. I don't know if you heard. <laughs> we got Governor Science, who uh, <laughs> you know, ironically ignores science at all times. <laughs> It's great, man. It's really fun living in this state. Um, it's why I'm here recording a podcast with you guys on a Wednesday night instead of out living it up. Yeah. Because that's a new thing. Go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Breathing a viral cloud. Um, Tell me but about yes, it. speaking of viral cloud, shatter on the 63. <laughs> I, no, I, you know, I got nothing, Jonas. <laughs> you know, dude, this is a... Who requested this? This is another request? Yeah, it was a request from uh, Acre. A baffling request from Acre. <laughs> um, continuing the tradition of our last requester. Um, no, it, you know, perfectly fine. I like the tunes. Um, it's, uh, I feel like puzzle games in the last 15 years or so, you know, as they've been downloadable things on Xbox, PlayStation, and whatnot, 
The music's gotten really good. Oh yeah, man, remember uh, Lumines? I just remember that game. Yes, that game yeah, was that's awesome. Good. Oh yeah, I Lumines on my PSP. <laughs> that's on Game Pass now. Hell yeah, that game was fun. <laughs> I just remember that game existed. Ryan, you should get Game Pass if you don't already have it. <laughs> Apparently, it's, yeah. It's pretty great. It's dope. All right. Mm. Well, on that note, dope. Game five.
Is there even trivia for this game? Yeah, so uh, a couple weeks ago, Twitch streamer Boba discovered a new bug by accident that saves uh, speedrunners over two minutes. Alright, so everybody, so, okay, so David wrote Metal Gear Solid, Jester wrote Metal Gear Solid, John wrote 420.69, Colonel, is there something you're not telling me? Which is Metal Gear Solid, everybody's correct. Wait, 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 stop, 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 uh, stop. As, as the special guest referee, John, <clears throat> it is, and as someone who's poured over the spreadsheet, who knows everything about the history of this show and every game that's ever been played on this show, I know for a fact that John Harrington brought Metal Gear Solid, the Twin Snakes, to the That's show. Uh, it's a remake of the same game with the same music. It is. To the no. show in episode 41, titled Keep Pushing Forward. So mm. fuck you, John. You're fucking fired. New game. Let's go.
Okay. Your trivia for this game uh, is that, one, I chose this game. It's one of my favorite games ever. And it is a remake of the best-selling game on the Sega CD in Japan. In Japan, it was the best-selling game on the Sega CD. In America, it was the second best-selling game on the Sega CD. Don't say a fucking word. You're fired. <laughs> Shut up. Man, it's all jazz to scold John about Metal Gear, but here we are. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Jesse says Sewer Shark. David says Fantasy Star CD remake. That's actually a good guess. Good, I will. Uh, John says Shining Force CD. Um, wow, none of those are correct. The correct, uh, what if I just never said the correct answer? Or was it gets Mortal Kombat? <laughs> no. Uh, Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> yeah, it's Metal Gear Solid, the, the triple snakes. No, uh, the correct answer is Lunar, Silver Star Story Complete, oh. which is a remake of Lunar, Silver okay. Story for Sega CD. I would have accepted either one. Um, yeah, that's one of the few games that I know a lot about that I haven't already brought to the show. So, Cool. Yeah, love that game. Uh, I have, I literally have Lunar and Lunar 2, the PlayStation uh, box sets. And Lunar 2, I'm trying to sell on eBay right now because you can sell it for like 300 bucks. I've got all the shit that comes with it. So as I, I was, I was cleaning it, like getting it ready to take pictures and put it on eBay. It's when John Regan reached out to me and I was like, oh, I should definitely play a Lunar game on that show. 
<laughs> good call. Yeah. Very good call. <laughs> one of the fir- one of the first because I got very into Final Fantasy VII, <clears throat> which kind of got me into RPGs, and then this was like one of the second ones I played after Final Fantasy VII, and I loved it almost as much um, because it had incredible music, fully rent like full like animated cutscenes, like anime style, which was very cool. Um, and a big difference from like the 3D shit that Final Fantasy VII had. By the way, sidebar, I feel like you guys will appreciate this more than almost anybody else. On Friday, in two days, 48 hours from now, I will be in Fort Worth, Texas, seeing the Final Fantasy VII Remake Orchestra. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Yeah. Sweet. Honestly, I feel like I you're the only, four, you're the only four people that I feel like will care about that. So I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> no, yeah, I got to get my tickets for like the Atlanta show. I got I to gotta get to that because... Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't a big Final Fantasy VII fan, and then I played the remake, and it's one of the only games in the last couple of years that I've like finished and really enjoyed. Really? So, uh, That's yeah, interesting that you didn't cool. like the original as much, but you got really into the remake. That's the whole thing. I never played the original all that much. Like, I got it, like, you know, I didn't have a PlayStation back in the day, and I got it as a PS3 download, and, you know, the intro, you know, just didn't really grab me. And it, uh... I just kind of let it fall by the wayside. Then I'm like, you know, it's time, and this is gonna be the, this is gonna be the way that I get into Final Fantasy VII. And as it turns out, yes, it was the way I got into Final Fantasy VII. That remake was a lot of fucking fun. Well, it's only like it's only like twenty percent of the game so far. I don't know if they'll ever release That's the rest of the game. That's what's so funny about it is there was a there came a point in playing that remake where I'm like, wait a minute, I'm still in the parts of Final Fantasy VII that I know. Like I, I stopped like before leaving Midgar at all and I'm like wait mm-hmm. anyway you know this this giant crazy climactic boss fight it's just the air buster this is the <laughs> stupid boss that you fight in like the first hour of the game like oh my god I've been playing this game for like 30 hours already <laughs> like, wait so I know I know this will be talking about Lunar but are you familiar with the story of Final Fantasy 7 more or less now yes okay but based on the remake because the remake is differing from the original which is like the big thing right and that, yeah. that's the thing so I know now it's you know, going to go off in some wild direction but it was like okay well they took the first two hours of Final Fantasy 7 and stretched it out into like a 30 it hour. took me like 40 hours to do this yeah yeah, it was fucking awesome. <laughs> and then I did. I tried to do hard mode, and it just kicked my ass. It, I yeah, no, I'm not like that was the other thing. I'm I'm not like great at the combat of it. Like there were some very frustrating parts. And then you know, I had to like look up. I'm like, right, yeah, I should have been changing my skills this whole time. I'm going into these battles with all the wrong ideas. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, Final yeah. Ma- the original Final Fantasy VII is my favorite game of all time, and it got me into right. Japanese RPGs, which led me to Lunar, yeah. which is a great series. Very cool. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know a fucking thing about Lunar. I know it's got a, you know, it's got a good, good music. I've heard it on several other podcasts that also play video game music. Uh, and yeah, it's got Noriyuki Udare composing the tunes. But uh, I was happy to see that you guys had not yet played it. Also, when I eventually come back on this show again in the future, I will either play Lunar Two or Duke Nukem 3D. So look out. <laughs> <laughs> Make a note of you know which of your ten games that you know about. To yeah, that's the th- I was thinking about that when I was getting ready for this. I was like, you guys know so much about so many different eras of games and like a ton of different games that I feel like you've casually played, but like I know a, I know every possible thing about like nine games ever that I just <laughs> dove completely into, and then the rest of the games I don't know right. shit about. And that's the beauty of you know trying to fake it being podcasters. Like you know I, I don't know shit about. It thousands and thousands of these games but I can talk a little bit about the tunes and 
you know, how I wish I had known things about these games. Like that's, that's most of the content of this show is being like, hey, that sounds cool. <laughs> that would have been great. Um, Wasn't there a Lunar but, game on Game Boy Advance? Yeah, I never played it, but there was. Okay. I don't think, and it wasn't a remake. I think it was a totally I new like game. I I might have that in my collection, or like I had it and I sold it. I remember seeing that game and like this looks pretty cool, and then I didn't play it. But I think I might actually have that game. Um, I think there was a, uh, there was definitely I think there was a on GBA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lunar, um, they did the kind of the Zelda thing where it's, I mean, there's really only, there's two of the mainline games. I haven't played the third one. Maybe it's connected. But Lunar and Lunar 2 both exist in the same world where you play as Alex, who wants to be a Dragon Master in Lunar 1, and then he does. And then Lunar 2 is a thousand years later, but you're still dealing with the same kind of conflict. So it reminds us, it's of kind of got that Zelda thing. Yeah. Um, but they just stopped it there. They didn't continue making games and have to rearrange the timeline order of the games, which I feel like Zelda has done. I mean... Zelda, it was nice of them to make that book and declare that there was a timeline, you know, was it? I guess, for guys like me. I'm not really a guy that's clamoring to have the Zelda timeline explained. <laughs> like, I can really? Because I, just just, just, I was just about to say, there was a couple of months ago, I watched like an hour-long YouTube video, but it <laughs> tried to make me understand the order of the Zelda timeline, and I was like, this is It's more. really funny, man. It's like, so confusing. It's, it's a fun idea, but if you just accept that, like, it's all just things taking place in a similar, like, you know, setting, then, yeah, you're fine. Like, just don't accept that it doesn't connect. But their attempt, when they released that Hyrule Historia book, to be like, yeah. all right, so here's the timeline, and it all splits around Ocarina of Time. And so it splits in Ocarina of Time when you're a boy, but you get trapped. That's one world. And then it splits in Ocarina of Time when you re reawaken as a man, and that's another world. And then it splits again in Ocarina of Time. If you get a game over, that's, you know, there's a canon timeline in the Zelda t in the Zelda series all stemming from you getting a game over in Ocarina of Time. And it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Did you, you canonize the game over? <laughs> like, I feel I, like they're, whoa. I do feel like they're kind of doing that with Final Fantasy VII Remake, though. Like... There's the point of the remake. Oh, I'm sure that's the that, thing. I'm sure that the Zelda timeline set the table for Final Fantasy VII remake to, you know, like whatever comes next, to do something insane. So yeah, I think the point of seven. I think the point of seven remake is to. I think the point of seven remake is to basically say that like the game you played 20 years ago is just one timeline in a series of like right. 40 timelines or something. Yeah, it seems to be the the way of things lately. I, I feel like people are getting real jazzed on multiverse content. Right say, I've now. never, I've <laughs> never seen, I've literally never seen a Marvel movie, but I feel like this is their fault. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it, it absolutely <laughs> is. Like people love, you know, people love Loki. Uh, Spider Verse kicked ass. You know, like the next, you know, Final Fantasy VII remake. You know, whatever the next fucking part of it, it's going to be called. It's going to start and like uh, you know, Zack is going to lose a battle. But then, like, go limping back to Midgar, and right as he gets there, Doctor Octopus's tentacles are fucking crawling out of the Mako reactor. But it's yeah. Doctor, but it's Dana Carvey dressed as Doc Ock, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. "Master of Disguise, got you again." Yeah, are you turtly enough for the happy turtle? <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm. I'm not even kidding right now. If a Final Fantasy game had Doctor Octopus in it, you just sold me on the entire series. Yeah, David, finally, finally, after all these wait, years, so, gets into wait, Final Disney Fantasy. Disney owns Marvel now, and Spider-Man is part of the MCU now, right? So couldn't they do a Kingdom Spider Hearts? Spider-Man's still owned by Sony, but they've leased him out to Disney. To they could do a Kingdom Hearts movies. thing. I'm just saying. 
that's, yeah, you know, Sony that's a good idea, him, man. Yeah. yeah. And see, that's what that's what Final Fantasy VII Remake needs to do is canonize Kingdom Hearts. And, like, I don't know how, but it, you know, somehow Kingdom and Hearts is And Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> yep. Separat. Oh, man. Uh, it's all it's all going to become part of one big universe. And then, like, you know, ultimately at the end, you know, you're going to face Sephiroth, but, like, he's going to reveal his, like, you know, crony, and it's going to be Hideo Kojima. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> somehow uh, everything folds in, and it's all one gigantic universe, and somehow still Disney owns all of it. Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, Kevin Feige is the final boss. He's the, you know, fucking arbiter of fate. It's uh, oh my god! The tag I want to play the Liquid tag team of Sephiroth and Bob Iger. <laughs> I was thinking like, yeah, and I was thinking like Mickey Mouse and Liquid Snake, but yeah. <laughs> god, oh, just imagine Mickey Mouse, but he got one of his arms chopped off and had to replace it with Liquid Snake's arm. I'd but then, the, but it's also, but it's also Genova cells. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, he talks like Liquid Snake, and then he also turns into one big space titty. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so Lunar, Lunar, great game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Lunar's great. It, it laid the groundwork for all the stuff we're talking about. No, right? I, what I, I looked at yeah. some old stuff about it when I was getting ready for this, and there's just, there's so many articles out there that they're all basically said the same thing. One of the most, if not the most, underrated RPG of all time, and I agree. And uh, God, it's fucking. I think it's the fucking gorgeous. It came out on these fucking, you know, like what did it come out on Sega CD and then Saturn and then got a PS1 remake? Like, yeah, I didn't play it until PS1. I think it was doomed yeah. for failure. It's very, very pretty. A lot of good music. So is it like a turn-based RPG, or does it do that, Mm -hmm. like, active combat thing? Uh, No, it's turn-based. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Well, actually, according to the Wikipedia, it says it's a different kind of RPG. There you go. Well. That's in quotes. (laughs) Is is it a different kind of turn-based RPG, (laughs) or a different kind of active combat RPG? You know, David, I don't know, and I don't care. Okay. (laughs) Uh, this ain't your mom's turn-based <laughs> RPG, all right? <laughs> exactly, that's what it was. <laughs> oh, a great magazine ad campaign. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, listen, guys, we're at the end of game uh, six, and right now the score is David three, Jesse four, John five. And we have a lightning so round win, we gotta right? do. <laughs> no, not yet, John. You gotta beat the lightning round. Wow, some real pro audio work there. <laughs> so we've got 30 questions lined up. Uh, 30! <laughs> 30 questions. Here we go! <laughs> Jesus, God! And we're going to go in order David, John, Jesse. Uh, so starting with question one. Uh, so some of these questions are going to be multiple choice. Some of them you just have to know it. Some of them you're going to get like a number range you got to get it within. We'll, we'll announce as we go. All right, so David... Question one. Which Metroid <laughs> game featured the debut of Planet SR388? It was in... When you say debut, do you mean like you could go there? The first appearance, first mention, first... Yeah, you know, sure, you could go there, yeah. Okay. Uh, Metroid 2? That is correct. How absurd! Because I feel like they mentioned it, like, yeah. in the credits of the first game. Alright, um... Shit, Brian, I just guess how to break this up. Do you want to do it by threes? Like, I do three, you do three, I do three, you do three. 
Boy, this is not very lightning at yeah. all. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> all right. That's the beautiful yeah. irony of a game that to lightning round. Yeah, yeah go right. ahead, John. All right, so, John, which Sonic the Hedgehog game had the first appearance of Mechasonic? Mechasonic? Mm-hmm. Is that different than Metal Sonic? Yes. Uh, um... Sonic... Yes. Hot take. I meant help, sir. Alright, so, (laughs) Jesse, uh, what's the first Assassin's Creed game to have a day and night cycle? Assassin's Creed Brotherhood? Is that the second game? No. Johnny, don't tip your hand. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Just come on. <laughs> oh, goddammit. All right. I'm going to take over. David, question four. What was the... what? What's the first Resident Evil game with Leon Kennedy? Isn't he in the first one? Resident Evil? Nope. Oh, man. Wait, who's <laughs> the guy? There's, you play as Jill, and there's a guy. I can't remember the guy's name in the first one. But Leon is in Chris. Resident Evil 2. Chris Redfield. Chris. Uh, okay. John, question five. What's the first Mega Man game where you fight eight robot masters? I did not write these, by the way. In a row? (laughs) Mega Man 2. That is correct. How absurd! Jesse, question six. Jesse, what's the first Dragon Quest game to allow multiple party members? Dragon Quest 3? That is incorrect. Ah, it's 2. How absurd! Ah, whatever. John. Alright, so David, what's the first Super Mario Bros. game where you play as Toad? Mario Chitty. Correct. How absurd! Alright, John, what's the... What Earthworm Gym game features the bosses Pedro Koopa and Flame and Yawn? Uh, I'm going to guess Earthworm Jim 2. That's correct. <laughs> How absurd! Alright, Jesse. Which game did Mortal... Uh, which Mortal Kombat game did Jax debut in? Was it 2? That's correct. How wow. absurd! It really took some time to catch on to that theme. <laughs> uh, so question 10 goes to David. It's a multiple choice, right? John, I read the choices? Yep. Yep, and the bold okay. is correct. Perfect. Gotcha. Yeah. Question 10, multiple choice. David, in Sonic the Hedgehog 3 for the Sega Genesis, what is the color of the second Chaos Emerald you can get from the special stages? Your choices are blue, orange, green, or magenta. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, the, the second, the the second Chaos Emerald that you get? <laughs> yeah. What is the color of the second Chaos Emerald? you can get from the special stages. Reminder, I did not write these. <laughs> Magenta. The correct answer is orange. Oh, man. <laughs> what the fuck, Johnny? <laughs> question to John, question 11. What was the first M-rated video game developed by Squaresoft slash Square Enix? Your choices are Parasite Eve, Final Fantasy VIII, Front Mission, or Vagrant Story. Parasite E. That is correct. Woo. How absurd! 
Jesse. Question 12. What animal is on Link's pajamas in The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker? <laughs> it's not a dog. Uh, what question is on Link's pajamas in Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker? Your choices are a salmon, a lobster, a crawfish, or a swordfish? Lobster. Incorrect. The correct answer is oh, man. apparently crawfish. Aren't they? I mean, it's like, the... yeah. They're, they're very no, similar. They're different. Like if you, I mean, okay, I understand that they're different animals, but if you see someone wearing pajamas and see that shape, you're gonna think lobster. It every time. Also, okay. the they're literally called lobster pajamas. Okay, I did not know this. Uh, the thing I, I looked up said they're crayfish. So crop. Making me look like an idiot. Look up John. the British wiki. Yeah. So okay, so David said <laughs> crayfish. David, how many trophies are there in Super Smash Brothers for the Nintendo 3DS? You gotta be over or under by 15. You got a 15 either way, you know, Ranger. Oh, Jesus. Um. 750? No, sorry. Uh, it was 685, so you have between 670 and 700. Alright, so John. Uh, in Metal Gear Solid, what did Revolver Ocelot consider the greatest handgun ever made? Was it the Colt Action Single Army, the Colt Python, the Colt 1851 Navy Revolver, or the Colt M1 1892? You might have said the words out of order, but I do believe it's the Single Action Army. That is correct. Also, How John Megan, absurd! You skipped question 14, by the way. Alright, yep, that's correct. Yeah, so Jesse. Jesus Christ. Question 14. Which of these online games was originally called Linden World in its early development? Was it Active Worlds, Hobo Hotel, Second Life, or IMBU? Second you glad, Life. Aren't you glad he skipped that question That's and went correct. to an easier one for you, John? How absurd! <laughs> you, wait, you skipped that and I got the Metal Gear? <laughs> yeah, that's my bad. Yeah. Should have gone the other way. Yeah. Wow. Wow, what could have been if only you hadn't fucked up? <laughs> Question 15 to David. I'm sorry, 16 to David. In the Pikmin games, which of the following Pikmin colors lacks its own onion nest? I don't know what that means, but in the Pikmin <laughs> games, which of these Pikmin <laughs> colors lacks its own onion nest? Your choices are winged, blue, rock, or purple. Uh, I'm gonna go with winged. According to this, the correct answer is purple. Oh man! Okay, I'm sorry. There's no purple onion. Dang! I, I, I honestly, you can okay. tell. You, honestly, I don't know what this means. Too, there's a good chance that he's wrong when he wrote this question. By the way. <laughs> Question 17 to John. What is the name of the alien species introduced in Shadow the Hedgehog? Your choices are... I think oh. it's supposed to be the swarm, but yes. he spelled it the Psalm. <laughs> the swarm, black arms, black hive, or the eclipse? I'm going to go with the one that's misspelled, the swarm. Uh, it is black arms. Damn. Oh, man. All right. Uh, Jesse, within 10, you have a range, plus or minus 10. How many total monsters appear in Monster Hunter Generations? Oh, 75. The correct answer, allegedly, is 105. Mm. 
They would have accepted 95 through 115. Alright, so David, what was the name of Sonic the Hedgehog's original human girlfriend? Was it Amy, Rose, Sierra, Madonna, or Celeste? Her human? What? Huh? Um, well, original human girl. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's had a bunch. Okay, it can't be yeah. Amy. Um, and they've all died. <laughs> Celeste? Sex. Sorry. Oh, man. The answer was Madonna. All right, John. Which of these generations? It was actually Madonna. <laughs> Which of these Generation One Pokemon did not have an evolution in Generation Four? Was it Electabuzz, Rhydon, Jinx, or Magmar? How come I can't get the I'm ones I know? With... <laughs> Jinx. That is correct. How absurd! I would like to see what Jinx evolves into. <laughs> Sidebar, I just, Jones. I got, I finally bought a Nintendo Switch a couple months ago, and I got new Pokemon Snap, and I fucking love that game. It's so great. It's so good. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. Alright, so, Jesse, Gold977 on the Nintendo 64's plan to allow you to play as all the previous Bond actors, with the exception of who? Was it George Lazenby, Roger Moore, Sean Connery, or Timothy Dalton? Sean Connery. That is incorrect. Oh, man. Uh, George, George Lazenby was the exception. Oh. Lazenby. Ah, that's too bad, because that means there would be no playable uh, Under Majesty's Senior Service. That's like the best bond. Yeah. Oh, yes, wow. That's a separate episode. I, I disagree. <laughs> okay. Ryan, uh, I would love to talk about this with you. <laughs> Dude, when I was all in on Ghostbusters, I watched every Bond movie like five times with my parents. I fucking loved Fuck, all yeah. every Bond. I mean, yeah. you know, on Her Majesty's Secret Service fucks, though. It's a, <laughs> it's a good one. It's not the best. Anyway, yeah. uh, okay, question number 22 goes to David. Which video game was recalled for containing a hidden playable South Park episode on the game disc? Your choices are Tiger Woods 99 PGA Tour. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3, Madden 1999, or NHL 2002. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, I'm going to say Tony Hawk because I feel like South Park and Tony Hawk are. <laughs> that's such a weird. So, your final answer, David? Yeah, uh, Tony Hawk. Incorrect. It's Tiger Woods 1999 PGA Tour. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. I did not Tiger know that. Until, South Park. Did not know that until just now. Uh, John, question 23. Because well, it was recalled and we, we never found out about it. <laughs> That's right. Question 23, John. In Animal Crossing New Leaf, which of these paintings from Red's art gallery is always genuine? Your choices are jolly painting, warm painting, Neutral uh -huh. painting or wistful painting? Oh, I'm feeling wistful. Let's go wistful. <laughs> That's not correct. The correct answer is warm. Oh, man. I like that that was not a description of the actual painting, but the name given to it in the game, which just made that a total toss. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jesse. Wow, Jesse gets a true or false here. There you go. True or false. <laughs> Since 1981. There hasn't been a single year that a Mario game has not been released. 
false. That is true. Allegedly. How absurd! Oh, sorry, sorry, wrong one. Oh, man! Johnny, you, my bad. your sounds are not helping. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what the standing of the light okay, so, is. So, David, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas has a location modeled after San Francisco's famous Pier 39. What did they name it in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas? Pier 69. That is correct. How absurd! <laughs> did you actually know that or did you guess that? I Fuck guessed him. that, but Just I was like, exactly this right. has to okay. be right. Yeah. Alright, so John, what is Quest 64 called in Japan? Is it Holy Magic Century, El Tell Holy Monsters, Magic Century. Or For Whom the Frog Tolls or Island Story? Holy Magic Century. That's incorrect. My man! It's El Tell Monsters. Boy, that game sucked ass. Yeah. <laughs> it was a holy magic century in Europe then, huh? Shit, was it really? I mean, in, in Europe, <laughs> yes, but the question was in Japan. Quite yeah, I know. That's you know. So I'm sorry. I was just clarifying. <laughs> Don't apologize to him. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Elltale Monsters in Japan and Holy Magic yeah. Century everywhere else. Yep. So, yeah. In Quest 64. Why do they call it Holy Magic Century here? Why do they call it Quest 64? Because they're dumb. Like, what the fuck? So Jesse. Yeah. And it was the only. The only quest. In Super Mario Odyssey, inside the hint map that uh, Hint Toe is holding, you can make out the layout of what level from Super Mario 64. Is it Shifting Sandland, Cool Cool Mountain, Womp's Fortress, or Bomb Bomb Battlefield? Bomb Bomb Battlefield. That's correct. How absurd! <laughs> Wait, can I also just cut in and say when I got my Nintendo Switch, I finally played Super Mario Odyssey? And I got a thou I got nine hundred and ninety-nine shines. Because when I play a game, good, when I play a game, I play it all the way. All right, question twenty-eight. Bone, <laughs> to David, during Gex's development, Gex G E X <laughs> is that a game? Yeah, yeah. During yeah. Gex's development, lead designer Justin Knorr placed a message telling players how to access a level select. Then, on the level select. He encouraged players to pick a particular level, in which he placed more messages berating the company's decision to cut content and included the product development development lead's phone number. So, true or false, did Justin get fired for this? I mean, that's gotta be true? That is true. How absurd! God, that question was too long. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> Question 29 to John. Which celebrity did not appear on Super Mario Brothers Super Show? <laughs> Your choices are Rowdy Roddy Piper, Moon Zappa, Little Richard, or Sergeant Slaughter. Um, I'll take Little Richard. That is correct. How absurd! And the last question to Jesse. What is the only Donkey Kong Country song to be credited to Robin Beanland? This is multiple choice. What is the only Donkey Kong Country song to be credited to Robin Beanland? Your choice Beanland. Beanland? Sorry, I don't know who this is. At Real Beano. <laughs> Your choices are Simeon Segway, Candy's Love Song, Funky's Fugue, or Ice Cave Chant. Ice Cave Chant. That's not correct. Oh, the man. Correct answer. Apparently the correct answer is Funky's Fugue. Oh, man. That was a crazy lightning round. 
Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, sh- <laughs> that you're never allowed to make a lightning round again. <laughs> um, when one of the questions is a paragraph long, it's not a lightning round. <laughs> Johnny, I want to ask: Did you get the delivery you were supposed to get? I, I did. Yes, I do have. Okay. Yes, the delivery. I um, I upgraded the calculating computer. I think I have finally made an Akuma-proof calculating computer, so we should be good, along with a few other upgrades for it. Alright, let's see what happens here. Calculating computer activated computers beeps boops damn it, Johnny! Score complete! This game's winner is... John Harrington. Did you pay (laughs) Gilbert Gottfried for a cameo to make this? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) No, actually, it was... Gilbert, you know, he kept hassling me to be on the show. I was like, you know, we can't squeeze you in. We've already got Ryan Drake for a guest yeah, tell spot. Him to, tell him to Here, get in line. I'll, I'll, put, I'll put you in the calculating computer. <laughs> but you didn't make him do the part where he says this game's winner is. <laughs> I only had... You only got the first part. I only had 100 characters. Oh, God. Awesome. Um, well, thanks, David. That this feels, really uh, this feels like a tainted win. Like, not tainted, but just pe- like, it feels like I'd be like, I don't feel good about winning this. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah, and also, <laughs> thank you for, like, providing a Gilbert Gottfried calculating computer to like, kind of take some of the, I don't know, focus off my win here. I mean, like, <laughs> oh, wow, that was that was wild. You know, Way to get Gilbert buried. You know, yeah, I, I got my first August absurdity win. This is a momentous occasion. <laughs> But, yeah, cool. (laughs) You hear how excited I am? (laughs) I mean, it's not like I planned for you to win. No, not at all. But, you know, it's just, uh, you know, none of us would be able to get over with Gilbert Gottfried on the show. Like, it's just, you know, who who ever saw that coming? That's more shocking than any victory. It's Gilbert yeah. Godfrey being the new calculator. <laughs> now and always. Yeah, that like, feel like yeah. your win your win is overshadowed unjustly. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's like I, you I pulled out like a forty uh, like a two hour Iron Man match against the two of you guys. We we put on a five star classic. And, and then, then CM Punk comes, comes out, out here and gets yeah. all the shine. Yeah. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey just a star of video game music guessing game scene. He also <laughs> comes out to a cult of personality. I'm a cult of personality. Look in my eyes. What do you see? <laughs> like Joseph Stalin. Oh my God. Andy. How much? How much would it take to get a Gilbert Gottfried cameo where he just reads the entire pipe bomb? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh man, I'd be all the way into that. Hi, Colt Cabana. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, no, instead, it's me. Do I, I have to say boom, boom? <laughs> um, cool, guys. Congrats. Yeah. Congratulations, yeah, John. Yeah, it's really great. Yeah, you, you're the new champion for the next year. 
It was a hell of a win. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was. <laughs> DF. I feel like we fucked this booking up somehow. Like, everything about this feels wrong. I don't know why. It was like the explosions didn't go off at the end. <laughs> yeah, no, this, exactly. This was the exploding barbed wire match. And oh, I did. I watched that. Sparklers. Here, here, let me cover you up because I think you're going to die and then nothing's going to happen. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, but you're going to faint. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. Do you have anything you'd like to say? Do you have any words? New... Yeah, it's, it's your show now. No, I kind of I, I kind of thought there was going to be like a bigger pop for this. I kind of thought it was going to feel better than this. But between <laughs> 30 lightning round questions of insanity and Gilbert Godfrey calculated computer, I feel like it just kind of... <laughs> Overshadowed this feels, the moment. This feels like when Johnny and Sarah won the challenge and Johnny took all the money, so it's like, you know it's over, but you feel bad about it. <laughs> That's exactly what it feels like. I'm sitting yeah. on a mountain in fucking Iceland or whatever, just kind of like, well, yeah, I won, but like... You know, At what cost? He, got, he took all the money. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I got, the, I got the W, but like, Gottfried got all the shine, and Johnny's <laughs> insane lightning round, but every... You know, I, I, I mean, I'll take the title if you don't want it. No, no, no. You lost it handily. That's the thing. I, I handled my yeah, goddamn business. Why would you get it? <laughs> yeah, you take that lightning round away. I still won the fucking show. <laughs> like, uh, but, uh, yeah, man, what a, what a show. What a win. What a time it's been. Yeah, August absurdity. Truly living up to its name. <laughs> Again, you hear the excitement. Yeah, crowds going. The crowds, wild. the crowds going mild. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I'm suddenly I'm feeling like Cody Rhodes beating Anthony Agogo. Like, just uh, you know, fully, uh, fully aware of my mid card status. Nobody is excited by this win whatsoever. But man, <laughs> please, please clap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why we need more of a live audience. Can we invite everybody in here to congratulate me? I feel like the fans would do better at this than you guys did. Like, I feel like somebody out there is excited for me, but it's not mm -hmm. any of you people. You're so. literally the it's, one who is the yeah. least excited. Yeah, I'm excited for you, man. I think that guy really? that called in that I think that guy that called in that wanted David to win is probably not very excited. Right, yeah. That's true. Well anyway, it yeah. was a good show. Yeah. J yeah. Jesse left. He's finished. <laughs> um, yeah. I guess on that note. I can say thanks to everybody who joined us uh, to watch this live episode. It's been a lot of fun. I hope you enjoyed watching it live with us. And uh, I just want to remind everybody we're live every Wednesday night on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Uh, just look for Game of Tune, like whatever. Um, I want to give a thanks to everybody that listens to the, the show in podcast form. We come out every Tuesday morning on GameOfTune.com or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, pull up your favorite podcast app, type in Game of Tune, and subscribe. Rate us, comment, like whatever, just interact somehow. Doesn't matter. Just do anything. Uh, I want to give another th uh, uh, thanks to everybody that's checking out patreon.com slash game that tune. It's home for great exclusive like like mixtapes, movie commentaries, GGT gems. It really helps us keep the lights on over at twitch.tv slash GGT radio or 24 7 video game music live stream. And we really appreciate you guys supporting the show. Uh, we're especially thankful to our super fan pan. Uh, we're especially thankful to our superfan Patreons, Yikes. Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, 
Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Taylor Wise, Sam L. Mork, Casey, Grimry, Phoenix Hero 2121, and Unsaddled Zebra. I'd like to give a special shout out to our fan requesters tonight, Mo Mattis, The Baffler, and Acre. Uh, y'all place this request in our Discord, which is the best place to make your request. If you go to GameOfTune.com, there's a link to our Discord on there. You can also email us, GameOfTune.com, and find us on Twitter, at GameOfTune. Or you can find us individually on Twitter. Uh, I'm at JPRegan.jr. You can find uh, David Fleming on Twitter at... DFD Fleming. You can find Jesse Moore on Twitter at... Sega underscore legend. You can find our special referee, uh, our, our special ref- guest referee, Ryan Drake on Twitter at Dana Carvey. <laughs> and you can find John Harrington, this year's new August Absurdity Game That Tune champion, Jesse, by contractual obligation, has to mail the belt over to John so that John can wear it on every episode from now on. On Twitter at at jgangster187 awesome so John you're the winner of August Absurdity which means that in addition to getting to be the Game of Tune champion next year you get to pick the bonus tunes um what bonus as well as the theme for the next episode as well as the theme for the next episode so John what's your theme for the next episode and what bonus tunes are you taking us home with Man. <laughs> you know, normally, normally we ask for the theme for the next episode five minutes ago. Mm. Uh, but we were all so focused on me winning the show that we forgot to ask. <laughs> so, theme. This is my I'm favorite thing I've ever been a part of. On <laughs> theme that I've been that I'm proposing is one that I've been wanting for a long time and I feel like we just never choose this theme it's uh, one that was brought to my attention by our viewers today at the at twitch.tv slash gtt radio or fantastic radio uh, the theme for next week is sports sports Ooh. games I like sports we love real, baseball real sport blah 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 sports sports is the theme <laughs> All right, awesome. And what's your uh, bonus tunes? My, th- my bonus tunes sports. have nothing to do with that theme. My bonus tunes are sports. No, it's, uh, <laughs> um, as you can hear, the excitement in my voice. I've won August Absurdity. I'm your illustrious champion, and um, it's time to party. You know, party Florida style, going down to Daytona. Oh, no. <laughs> Taking it back to 2001, here in the United States of America. My bonus music is from <laughs> Daytona, <September 11th>. USA, <laughs> 2001. It's the track Rin Rin Rink. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. And let's all party, as though I've won some sort of video game music guessing championship. Peace out, everybody.
So Quake is copyright 1996 id Software. Vigilante 8 is copyright 1998 Activision. Deja Vu is copyright 1985 ICOM Simulations. Shatter 2009 or Shatter is copyright 2009 City Interactive. Metal Gear Solid is copyright 1998 Konami. And Lunar Silver Star is copyright 1992 and 1996 Game Arts.